Okay, for the second week in a row, we have a round two. Sean was on episode five. So if you have not heard his full story, then go listen to episode five and then come back here because it's kind of a continuation. But we do recap his first story here. But he has done so much since the first story. And he's he's, he's an amazing guy, an amazing couple. And they're doing so much now for the youth uh, in the Mansfield, Arlington area. So today we're going to do another background check on Sean Surface and Second Chance Mentors. Let's go! Have you or someone you know had your life turned upside down because of your past? Of course I have. Everyone does background checks now, which makes it hard to bounce back. What do you believe? I believe your background shouldn't hold you back. It, sh- it should pay you back. This podcast will inspire you, motivate you, and inform you with everything you need to rise above your past and and not be afraid to say, go go ahead, check my background. My name is J. Dan Gum, and this is Background Check. You already know. Let's go. You can check my background. I'm a forgiving felon, so tell them that I won't back down. now. You can bet I won't live in regret. It's time to earn some respect. You are tuning in to Background Check. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Background Check Podcast. I'm your host, J. Dan Gum. We believe your background shouldn't hold you back, but it should pay you back. And as always, we're brought to you by Forgiven Felons, helping people with the past realize their future. And we are also brought to you by Clarity Roofing and Solar. Listen, if you are in need of an estimate uh, on your roof, man, give these guys a call, 972-922-6434. My buddy Joe Maderos, he'll take care of you. He's also a Steeler fan, but don't you know hold that him against him if you're a Cowboys fan. But they do great work. We we had a roof put on by them, and um, they also do solar now, so they can take care of your roofing and your solar needs. So give them a call once again. That's nine seven two nine two two six four three four, or go to clarityroofingandsolar.com. That's Clarity Roofing, the word and spelled out, solar.com. Okay, listen, uh, we're coming up on the busy time of the year for me. These last three months of the year are pretty busy. Christmas light installation, still traveling into the prisons and doing other things and speaking. We have a conference today, October 14th, uh, that I'm going to be on a panel with. And it's just it's just going to be tough to do, um, to do weekly episodes. I did it a little bit last year, but I... I took a holiday break last year as well so I think instead of taking a full monthly break I think I may just go to uh, doing a podcast episode every two weeks so don't be surprised if there's a week where you don't hear one Um, that's to keep me from taking like a month off so uh, we're going to do that and I'm also going to save the shout outs for uh, my solo episodes when I have more time to to, to get them all together but um but we're still we're still going strong sometimes just throughout the year we got to pivot and do some different things this is one of those times but um i, I have gotten your letters those of you who've written in so thank you and, and again if you um, are new to the tablets whether your unit is or whether you're just finding our podcast in prison or even out here in the world um if somebody sent the podcast to you to listen to Shoot us a text and uh, out here. Shoot us a text and email, and uh, let us know that uh, you know whatever episode you listen to impacted your life. 
We have some great episodes. Guys, this is episode 112. I am so glad that God has still allowed us to do this. We got some we got we do have some interviews coming up. But throughout the busy season, I I may just do more solo episodes throughout the busy season. I hope y'all like the solo episodes. But uh that way there's less editing, there's less post-production. So, I may just do that just so you still have something to listen to. But listen, if you're listening to this and you're an inmate on the inside, okay, I know a lot of our listeners are on the inside, um, and, you, and you don't see, you know, like episodes within the last month or so or whatever, if you don't hear one, um, always shoot a, tr- shoot a troubleshoot ticket into Securus and let them know. And um, anyway, all right, thank you guys for letting me be in your ears every week. Um, it's awesome. I do. We do get letters that just tell us the impact that we're having and it makes it all worth it guys it makes the blood sweat and tears worth it so my guest today is uh, oh by the way everyone who has an october birthday happy birthday if it does sound like i'm kind of kind of whispering it's because i'm up at 5 a.m in my upstairs room in my house uh recording this i don't have my shed podcast studio finished yet uh working on it but um, so I'm just trying to be a little quiet so I don't wake everybody up. But I'm, I'm getting real close to the mic, so hopefully you can still hear me. Um, the, my guest today is round two. We have uh, Sean Surface from episode five. Go listen to episode five for his full story. It's incredible. He's the owner of Second Chance Fitness. Just about to open his second location. Uh, he's got an amazing wife, and they also are uh, have an organization, a 501c3 called. Second Chance Mentors, where they mentor the youth of the Mansfield, Arlington area, and so um, doing incredible things. I love this man to death, and he says some good things about us and um, me that I, I caught me off guard, but um, but I, I appreciate his his honesty, and I appreciate his, his gratefulness to us. Uh, it's pretty cool. And so uh, here we go. Here's the interview with Sean Surface from Second Chance Mentors. Sean second chance surface what's up dude nothing much man i'm excited to be back on that's for sure round two round two uh we we had you on number five you were my fifth episode and uh i was listening to some of that again because you and i've been talking again uh we see we seen each other at the baseball game and and then you got your own podcast out which we're going to talk about but uh i was glad i saw you at the game because even though i follow you uh, sometimes you can kind of we can kind of gloss over what we see on social media, but when I saw you at the softball or the baseball game, you had your guys with you, and then you told me about the the mentorship program and all this stuff, dude. So I'm like, we got to get you back on. And then I'm watching you on social media. Then you start your own podcast. So um, so listen, I'm gonna have you give your let's say two minute. Two minute testimony. Can you give your two minute your testimony? Two minutes. Absolutely. If you want to hear Sean's full story, go to episode five. It's a good one. It's a really good one. We got we got fat pictures of him when he was big and overweight, and and that was part of his physical journey in addition to his spiritual journey. And so, uh, go listen to his full story. But just for people that are listening right now that don't want to turn it off, give us your two minute testimony for sure. So. Uh, let's say 
16 to 26, pretty much a full-blown drug addict. Uh, ended up being methamphetamine was the main drug of choice for the second half of my addiction. At 26 years old, right when my son was born, uh, my door was kicked in by the DEA for selling drugs, and I was sentenced to 13 years originally. Um, due to an appeal and getting some time off, I ended up doing six years in federal prison. So my son was six when I got out. But in prison, I formed a relationship with God, got four certifi—sorry, cert- four certifications as a personal trainer, um, an associate's degree, and started a interracial Bible study, which, if you know anything about prison, is very rare, right? Yeah. I was actually told I wasn't allowed to do that, but it didn't stop me. Then, uh, fast forward, uh, do a drug program in prison, which was awesome because it was a rational thinking program, which I really needed. Got out of prison, met this unbelievable blessing named Christy that I ended up getting married to. And for some reason, she believed in me to put her savings up for us to open a gym. And it just, honestly, the gym just took off. It was an absolute blessing. And I think that that's, that's kind of where we were. That's where we were when the last time when we, that's where you were. And we were, I think we were in the middle of COVID. So it was kind of like, you know, man, a lot of gyms shut down during COVID. Uh, so I want to, you know, I want you to address that as like how y'all were able to supernaturally keep that thing open. What did God do for y'all? How did, how did your wife and you get together and go, how are we going to make this happen? And, uh, you know, I know there's, there had to been some, some supernatural favor and stuff that's happening there. So, uh, but you got some things going on now, man, that I just are blowing me away. And I know we've talked about before about just, you know, how sometimes we can get comfortable in the dream that we're already living that we forget to, that there's bigger things out there. And, um, you know, and, and you, you saw that with me and now I'm seeing it with you. So just talk about things that have happened since the first episode, since you opened the gym, the pandemic hit, and now what has happened since then? Perfect. I got it. So, but I have to start off with this and I, I know I told you this and I'm going to try to say it without crying, but you were the first person that like by asking me to be on the show and pouring into me and made me realize that, that it was okay to be a felon, a forgiven felon. Does that, you know what I mean? Like you were the first person that ever voiced that to me, that it's okay. That, um, you almost made it seem like a positive thing, man. And I can't even, I think that that's where my confidence in all the stuff that I'm doing now came from dude. So thank you very much for that. I, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, that's Get that it. out no, of the way. Now I, go. Okay, but I'm saying take that serious. I, I appreciate that. Um, so during COVID, the government shut us down for two months, and our landlord, even though he got his half a million PPP loan, was not willing to give us any sort of a discount on our rent for those two months. So we had to figure out a way to still provide value and so what we did was we went to like an online program where I got up every morning at 530 in the morning and did a Facebook live workout in our members group so that our members would be able to have still have access to a workout while they were stuck at home. And it actually worked out pretty good. So wait, you know, so, okay, that, that, that's, that's genius because not everybody could, could, could do stuff like that as a business owner. So, uh, did you have all the equipment at home? Did you have, what, what did you do? I mean, just use your phone and, you know, turn it around to selfie mode and, and then upload it to the internet. Or did you, you, did you utilize zoom? How'd that work? So we tried zoom in the beginning and it was just, it wasn't as efficient. And I wanted to find out a way because if the thing with zoom was they needed to be on it right then to do zoom with me. Right. 
And what was cool about Facebook Live was I did it Facebook Live, so whoever wanted to wake up in the morning could do it with me at the same time, or it was just uploaded into our Facebook members group, and they could go back all day long and do the workout with us. So that's why the Facebook Live thing was easier for us to do. Then the gym back opened back up, and we had to like separate the gym into like nine by nine squares so each person would get their dumbbells and then go into their squares and we would, sp- I bought one of those hydrostatic sprayers that they use to uh, spray as the airplanes when you get out of the airplane. So we would spray the mats and the equipment. I laugh now when I think about how like probably ridiculous that was, but you know, we were all a little bit, you know, no one knew what was really going on. Right. And it's still, still don't even know what was really going on or what. So that worked. And eventually we went back to normal and the gym took back off. And I mean, we never really, we have such a loyal group of members. Our gym is, and I know every gym says this, but it's literally a family. Like our, our members know that we love them and they know that, you know, it's way more than just coming to the gym to work out. We, we work on spiritual stuff, mental stuff, you know, discipline stuff, accountability stuff. It's not just how you look or what you're it really, let's say it's not just what that scale says because so many people just judge their value on what that scale says. And it's really sad, but so the gym went back good. So fast forward a little bit. And then I got invited from a Arlington police officer to come and share my testimony at Turning Point Academy, which is a alternative school in Arlington where any kid has been kicked out, they send them there. So, you know, I'm really into Jordans. So I wore like some really, you know, fancy Dior Jordans. And I went there and I was talking to the kids and these kids were so engaged. They were asking these awesome questions and they actually, they were so respectful it, even the counselor was like, I've never seen the boys act like this before. At the end, the counselor came in and said, I just have, I want to ask all you guys one question. How many of you guys have a father figure or a male role model in your homes? And three of the 33 kids raised their hands. Wow. So 30 kids were being raised. And when I say that, please don't ever think, I know hundreds of men that have been raised by single mothers and are awesome. So I'm not saying that it can't happen. But how do you know how to be a husband? Or how do you know how to be a father? Or how do you know how to be a positive male role model if you've never seen it modeled for you, you know? So I literally, and I know I've said, cried a couple of times, but I cried on the ride home Mm -hmm. because I was blessed with an amazing father. Um, So I knew, you know, what that looked like. And I just knew God's calling right then because I'd been praying, should I open another gym? Like, what am I supposed to do with this free time I have? Because the gym's, you know, running itself. And I got my answer. I got my answer. And it was, no, I, I want you to pour into these boys. So that day I got on Swift Filings was the name of the company, and I filed for my 501c. And it takes, it's a four-month process, but uh, I didn't even wait for it to get approved. I started reaching out to my contacts, principals, teachers, and this lady, have you ever read the book The Shack? Yeah. Okay, so at the end of Shack, like, God is depicted to be in this, like, big black woman, right? I swear that's who this lady was, Regina Crane. Uh, Man, if you ever hear this, Regina, like, I love you and thank you so much, but... She brought us into Phoenix Academy, which is Mansfield's alternative school. She brought us in. And in the beginning, they were, I'm not, she was not sweet in the beginning because she was used to guys coming in and out of that place, acting like they wanted to volunteer, realizing how hard it is, and then leaving. And now here's another man leaving these boys. It's already happened once, twice. You know what I mean? So she was super protective. Don't hurt my babies. Don't hurt my babies. I'll never forget her saying that. And I'll never forget at the end of the first year when she came up to us and said, okay, you guys have got my trust and you guys are family here. Like, it was really cool. So that's just something we do on Fridays. Every Friday we go into the school and we spend two hours with the kids from 10 to noon 
Um, she'll bring different boys, um, ones that she thinks will be good for us, or she'll bring some that just need guidance or need talking to. Not every one of them wants to be in our program, but our program is called Second Chance Mentors, okay? And what our program is, is we go to the pro schools, we talk to the kids. If the kids do want to be in our program, they have to apply for it. So we do it like so they can learn how to do an application, learn how to like interview for it. And they have stipulations. So they have to have two hours of community service every month. They have to have a sit-down meeting with a mentor where they do short-term, long-term goals once a month. They have to be passing all their classes and have good attendance. Now, if they do those four things in August and December and in April, we buy them a pair of retro Jordans. And I'm not talking like Jumpman cheap Jordans. I'm talking these shoes are two, three, even maybe sometimes $400. Wow. Um, but... And sometimes with kids that age, you have to have a reward for them to like to want to do something. And if I if spending twelve hundred dollars can change a kid's like aspect on life and the direction they're going, I'm cool with spending that all day long. You know, let me let me address that real quick because that's important because one of the most impactful statements that I heard from a warden, Warden Kane, that was the warden of Angola Prison in Louisiana. I got to I got to interview him, not for a podcast, but it was a long time ago when I visited the prison. I said, how did you take the prison that was known for the bloodiest prison in America, how did you take it to what it is now? Because when I went and visited, the, well, there was one whole dorm that, that had college seminary. They had uh, all the inmates wore their own clothes, not, not inmate scrubs. Um, that you, I looked the same as an inmate did. And I said, how, how did you take it from the bloodiest prison in America to what it is now? And he said, I began to reward good behavior as much as I punished bad behavior. That's so good. He said, and that's all it took. He said, when inmates see, and he said, just in general, humans, when humans see that there's no reward for acting good, there's only punishment for acting bad. So if they act good, they're just going to not get punished. He said, Good behavior is hard to come by. He said, but when you start rewarding, so I like the way you said all that because that is a reward that they get, you know, because now if they just, before your program, if they just acted good, they got to pass the class or whatever, you know, or, you know, just get to move to the next whatever. But now if they act well, they get a pair of Jordans. Yep, and it's cool. And I love shoes. And so, and that's my favorite part. Like I would go to, if you guys have Instagram or Facebook, Second chance mentors, um, and just look like we post the pictures. So I have a, and I could go on and on about this, but there was a kid that was living. I'm not gonna put his name out there, but he was living uh, with his mom and her Kia, and they would drive around from Walmart to Walmart parking lot, and that's how they were sleeping. And this kid is like, he's special, man. He's he's giant. He's like six five, probably three fifty. He wears a size sixteen shoe. Okay. So when we did all the shoes and stuff, we couldn't even find a pair of shoes for him. So I picked him up the next day and we went searching because I was not going to let him not get his shoes because I was so proud of him. He didn't miss any community service. And we, we found him a pair of shoes at the mall and size 16. And he put them on and he was walking like, you ever seen like when you walk with snowshoes, how they, they don't bend? Because he didn't want to crease them because he was like, and he, he literally started crying. And he was like, I've never had a pair of Jordans before. I didn't think I would be able to get a pair of Jordans. Mm. And it just made me realize how, how much I take, still to this day, take for granted. Like, I take a lot for granted. Like, to go buy a pair of Jordans, I'd probably do it once a week. Not trying to be cocky. It's just something I really like. And I keep them nice. And, I, you know what I mean? It's something that I collect. It's something that's important to me. But 
Then there's this kid who his mom is working two jobs and still can't even get an apartment. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. it's it's really sad. But we I've seen this now happen over and over with these kids as they start to do good and do what they're supposed to be doing. Like, I get phone calls from their mom saying, I don't know what's up with Jerry, but he passed all of his classes and he hasn't snuck out this. You know what I mean? Like, I love it. Jerry's, Jerry got back on the football team. Um, I don't know. It makes me want to cry. Yeah. I just, it's really – it's. It, I just know that I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And I know that God allowed me to walk through what I've walked through in the past for this. Because when these kids know that I was incarcerated, it it gives them a, they look at me different. They don't look at me like, oh man, this is just some guy coming in here to tell me to do right. Like they're like, oh man, he struggled too. You know, so it's, um, so the right now we have 13 boys in the program and we have three girls that was not in my heart. That I don't. That was not my heart. Was to have girls because I have to maintain a very. I really can't maintain the relationships with 15, 16 year old girls. It's not healthy. You know what I mean? It's like so. But one school I went into and I gave my testimony and this little Hispanic kid was like, "Man, can I have your phone number?" And I said, "Yeah, absolutely. Here's my phone number." Well, about three or four hours later, I get a text. Hey, this is Haley. I was uh, at the school today when you talked. I got your number from so and so. You reminded me of my dad, and I was going to drop out of school today, but I decided that. Um, I feel like my dad would want me to stay in school. I think he had passed away. And she ended up, she's graduated since then. But what I had to do was send the text message, screenshot, send it to my wife. And there was our girl section started right there. You know, so we don't push the girl side. But if a girl comes to us and needs help, we, we're going to bring her on. Um, so, so does your wife get involved with that side? Yes. yes okay. She, she does. She pretty much runs the girl side of it, which is. Like I said, like, for instance, we're doing community service on Saturday. I haven't, like, I'm just doing the boys. Like, I'm just going to get the boys together. And she'll do different stuff with the girls. She likes to do a lot of homeless drives for the girls and stuff like that. Talk about the community service. What all do you guys do as a part of that? Awesome. So we've, uh, we go, we've gone to Mission Arlington, Mission Mansfield, which is like a mission center, which is an amazing program. They're doing a lot of really good things. We adopted a highway, which is my favorite one, because they put a giant sign up that says, this highway is adopted by Second Chance Mentors. Where is that? Um, it's, it's kind of, um, it's hard to explain. It's down 1187 Rendon Tarver Elementary School. Okay. It's like, um, so it's kind of, it's, they didn't have anything available in the city. So we took whatever they had, which means we have a lot more trash because we're out in like a country road and, and it's, it's a lot of work and I don't want the girls to have to come out there cause it's not, it, it's one on a highway. The cars are driving fast. So it's just the girls kind of do their own like safe community service. And then we take the boys out there with, and we're starting to get some traction with, with mentors. It's hard to find mentors. It really is. Um, so if anyone hears this and <laughs> is looking to help reach out, it's, um, but that's, we struggle with finding mentors because sometimes we bring someone on and they just can't figure out how to, they have expectations of what's supposed to happen with these boys. And these boys are, you know, not just opening up like, Hey, here's a lot of, here's my whole life. They, they don't do that because they've been hurt or they're reserved yeah. or so we're trying to figure that out. But we do that. We do homeless drives. We do shoe drives and we'll go and collect shoes. Um, we helped an elderly couple move out of their home cause they didn't have money and they were having to move. So we helped them move, but we've really been doing the highway thing. Mostly. Do you, do you have a, a mentor training program where you you put them through like this is what to expect this is what you should do if you you know somebody asks for your number um you know any kind of any kind of training for them so that they can you know be set up for success as but as much as possible because I'll, I'll be honest with you 
I'm the same way. There's mentors that, that some people want to help. They want to be a mentor, but they don't really know how to break that ice. They don't know how to, you know, cause some people are like, well, I've never been down that road. So, and we know that, that, that you get better credibility because of the road you've been down. So somebody who hasn't been down that road, but wants to help, how do they establish that, that credibility? What, you know, what can they do to break the ice, break the walls down, whatever, because I, th- I think there would be more mentors that would do it if they felt like they were being productive. A hundred percent. No, you're, uh, you're so right. And no, no, just to be fully honest, I, w- I could make up some, pro- but we don't. And we just run background checks on them and then we show up and hang out together. But maybe that's something that, I mean, it's not, maybe that's definitely something that I'm going to start trying to figure out how to put together because it should be done anyway. Okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. All right, so you have a background, and you help these kids, but then you do a background check on mentors. So what would have to be on their background to disqualify them? Only child sexual stuff. Okay. If so, they have any sort of child, that's a, I'm so, glad you brought that yeah. up. Yeah, so any, anything, any other crime outside of the child sex stuff Yeah, we have. Yeah, we have other guys that have gotten out of prison that are mentors. It's just child sex gotcha. stuff. Which, right. I mean, don't you think that's kind of understandable? Or oh, absolutely, just, 100%. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that yeah, no. if somebody's sitting out there and they have a felony or they have whatever that's not sex offender or child offender related they and they want to help, then they need to know that they're, they're oh, going to pass that background I'm so glad check. you said that, especially because we're on the background yes. check podcast. No, I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> All about it's help, so helping glad. people rise above their background. Yes, and, and, and again, I shouldn't even, like, someone could overcome a sexual pro- case too. I, I'm yeah, sorry but just I, but, but logic is just that you know, there's certain things you can't do uh, after certain after certain crimes, I would so. lose everything if if I allowed someone to a guy to come on and maybe did something to one of these kids. CPAs can't go. You know, if you're a felony, you and you had accounting stuff, you can't be in charge of you know uh, bookkeeping at a company anymore. So I mean, there's just there's just logical things that you shouldn't you shouldn't be doing uh, depending on your crime. Yeah. So um, so our real quick, our motto is your background shouldn't hold you back; it should pay you back. I love that. Your background it's is paid paying back. you back so much. So just talk about some of the, maybe an impact story that has really meant a lot to you. Maybe just, you know, uh, a book coming out. I don't know. I don't know why I said that. I don't know if you even have one working on it. You know, I'm working on one too. So, uh, but, but talk about, you know, cause everything we do now, if we are sharing our story and that story helps somebody else, whether it's a teenager, whether it's an adult in prison, whether it's somebody on the street, a stranger, whether when we wear that shirt, keep calm, I'm a forgiven felon. And somebody says, Hey, me too. And then you start sharing your stories and encourage them. That's how our background pays us back, you know? Yeah. So just talk about how, how your background has been able to pay you back, you know, just through this program and, and uh, even even in your marriage and even just in public speaking and all that, just talk about how in what ways has your background been able to pay you back? Because the reason we say that is because our background has stolen so much from us in the past and it can still steal, it can continue to steal from us in the future if we allow it. And you don't allow it. I don't allow it. So talk about how your background well, gets I, to pay you back. I know I told you how, you know, you made me feel like it was okay to be a forgiven felon. You know what I mean? So I think that's really it. I wouldn't be able to have this, um, this program if I didn't have a background to be able to get these kids on board with, you know, cause a lot of these kids are struggling with drugs at that age. Um, everything, the gym, our members, our members, I have like a couple hundred gym members that I basically have a whole bunch of moms that love me and care about me and have my back. And, 
know my story. And I think that's why they support me so much. You know what I mean? Like that's it's awesome. not, there's yeah. tons of gyms. There's tons of personal trainers. You know what I mean? I'm not even that good of shape. Like there's, you know what I mean? There's tons of, there's tons of better looking and better shaped guys than me out there that could train you for, you know what I mean? I think it's people. I don't know. You're in pretty good shape. Thank you. But I <laughs> I've feel seen like, those Spartan Run pictures where you're just like muscles popping out everywhere. Oh man! Did you, I, did you do, have you done any of those Spartan races lately? I have one in three weeks—a 15-mile Spartan race in three Ooh, weeks. Yeah, okay. in Granbury, Texas. So I'm super excited about that too. Um, it's my background is something now. This is really cool. My background now is something that I'm actually proud of. Mm. I, like literally, I'm proud. Um, not that I hurt. Pe- not that I sold drugs, and not that. I, but I'm proud that that uh, I went through that because now I'm able to help people not go through that. You know what I mean? So I am yes. I I literally take a lot of pride in being a forgiven felon. Like it's awesome because a lot of people and man I I said it six times already today. But you were a huge impact in that, man. No one goes around to people getting out of prison and say, "Hey, man, you you should you're okay, man. You're good. You should it's be true." You know what I mean? No one does yeah. that. So it's something that I want to make sure that these kids know when they get, because these kids at these alternative schools, they get a sentence, yeah. 15, 30, 45 days. I mean, it's, Ooh. they consider themselves, you know, basically serving a sentence. They're not old enough to go to prison, but if they did for some of this stuff, this, these kids are getting sent to this alternative school. If they were adults, they'd be getting felonies. So it's pretty much a sentence And I want these kids to know like, Hey, you can still make it. You're still good. We're going to get back to the school. We're going to get right back on track. And then this is just going to be something that, you know, made you stronger. You know what I So it's really how how you look at overcoming, you know, the situation, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. So uh, your gym is so successful that I hear you're going to open up a second location. So we just got done meeting with the, the landlord today. I think we're going to sign the lease. To, the lease is actually in my email right now. I just saw my wife say, hey, we got the lease. Look it over. So we're going to go. We have one in Mansfield, and this it's called Second Chance Fitness, which obviously Second Chance. Um, and... It's going to be a Midlothian office, Highway 67, North Midlothian. And uh, I, I'm scared to death. I'm not going to lie. I'm not <laughs> sitting here with extreme confidence, but I know that God will bless it. Like he has, and he will continue to, because I believe in obedience. And if we're doing what he asks us to do, he's going to make sure that the way is paved. Is there a, is there a target date, target month? Yeah, so November for sure. Like November will be open in the, during the month of November. So we're waiting on the our flooring. We have really special flooring in our gym that's really good on, like, if you have knee issues or back issues that you're able to work out through it because it's, like, cushioned. And last time we ordered it for our other gym, it took three weeks, but now it's on eight-week hold. And I just found that out this morning. So that kind of put a damper in things, but but I think it's going to be good. Yeah. And then, like you said, and, like, we, you know, I have the podcast that I just started called uh, Forgiven AF. Um, it's on all... It's still, I still can't believe that I have a podcast on like iTunes. I can. It's great, isn't it? I love it. You've got to listen to his podcast. The stories are uh, as great or greater than the ones we share here on back. They're, they're the same stories. Uh, and uh, very some successful businessmen. And and uh, I think the last one was the, uh, a gym owner as well, right? He was a gym owner, yeah. yep. And, uh, and so, great. I mean, Sean is just an amazing, amazing family, amazing story. Uh, tell everybody how they can, how they can get involved. Um, whether it's just donating uh, on a website or whether it is here in Mansfield, do they have to live in Mansfield to come to come help you volunteer to be a mentor? Is there an application online they fill out, or do they just contact you? Tell us how to get involved in, in everything. Yeah, great question. So um, 
secondchancementors.com. I didn't realize that .com meant business and I should have done .org, but uh, I just was told that the other day. But it's secondchancementors.com and it is a nonprofit. And um, it has a lot of the stuff that we've done, pictures and stuff. And then the bottom, there's a contact us and then a, or if you want to donate, it's on there. Our reach is definitely dependent on, you know, financial stuff that we can bring in, you know. So it's, it's one thing that's been really hard for me to do is learn how to ask for money because I always feel like I'm asking for money for myself. But also with us, um, and I take a lot of pride in this also, that our bank accounts and bank statements is our, an open book in our mentorship program. I've, I mean, I've, pr- I've printed out bank statements and just given them to people who are interested in don- donating because I want you to know, like, look, especially having a felony and just, you know, yeah. I'm very open with all of our finances. I just want to be protected and, yep. you know, transparent with all with everything that we spend our money on. But, yeah, just the website is a great way. Um, or all the social media, there's ways to get in touch with us on Second Chance Mentors, at Second Chance Mentors, and that's Facebook and Instagram. And if they, if they go to the site, is there, like, a sign-up button for mentor, or do they – wait for a call back from somebody send the email or what yeah there's like a contact thing we just say hey if, if there's any it's it explains it like if there's any yeah. way you want to be involved or anything you know contact us and i'll reach out immediately and even like volunteer opportunities so if you guys have something if you know someone in you know mansfield south arlington it, it could be anywhere around here that you know dfw area that could use help like you know if you know any older person who's struggling with you know yard work because they aren't able to do it or anything like we're always looking for volunteer opportunities for these kids yeah because you need the community service yep. for the guys okay and how far does that what's the radius on that i mean we're in or we're based out of mansfield so you know we'll go to, i don't know i'd say pretty much any fort worth grand prairie so arlington. even the surround midlothian arlington yeah. all the surrounding absolutely cities. Okay. yeah absolutely definitely midlothian and mansfield i think that if we because my dream, like you were talking about before, the dream situation yeah. is uh, is to have different satellite locations for second chance mentors at each alternative school around the area. Um, and like, that's why, and I'm glad that you said that about the training, the mentors, because I need to know, I need to get systems in place. I need to be organized. Right now, it's um, I'm just kind of like winging it. Um, it's working. It's But that, but in the, if you want to be like franchisable and not, obviously that's business wise, yeah. but you need to have systems in play, and that's kind of something that I'm working on now. Replicatable. If you yes. want to be replicatable, I think that's a word. Scalable and replicatable. Scalable, yeah. Yeah, yeah you got to have systems in place for that. I'm learning that. Um, all right, so uh, what else? What else? Man. Anything else new in your life? J- no, I think that's really it. Uh, everything's going awesome, dude. I can't even – I can't really describe how, how it feels to see things that – that I dreamed about start coming into fruition and just like, you know what I mean? I mean, now, does your wife uh, help you train in the gym? No, she doesn't. My, oh. She has her, in the beginning she did, she started a shake bar there and got it going successfully. But then she was like, I don't feel like this is my calling. You know, she kind of felt like she was, you know, and, yeah. and she, her background, she's a bachelor's in interior design. So that's what she loves. And now she's designing closets for like, High-end $30,000 clients. That's why your gym looks so good. She definitely, yeah, it's all her. Paint scheme, everything, that's all her. Flooring, she did the entire, (laughs) it's definitely her her gift. Now I just have to reel her in on the new one because we don't really have the same amount of money to put down on it like we did before. But So I got to make sure that she doesn't get too excited. But, you know, it'll be great. All right. So uh, the website is secondchancementors.com. And uh, you need you need finances because you got to buy shoes. You need uh, probably stuff to to purchase materials for the class, different things. 
And, uh, and so, so yeah, and you are a 501c3. So if people want to give, they can, uh, it's tax deductible as well. So man, I'm so proud of you, dude. I'm so, I, I just, you know, when I saw you interacting with those guys at the Ranger game and I saw how they looked at you, it's cool. I was just like, man, that was like, that was incredible to watch, you know, watch them respect you. They, they look up to you. Some of them are so tall they look down to you. They are some big boys, yeah. But just w- it, just in normal conversation, you can tell that you're in their life for their good. Yeah, I want these kids. And they to know, know that. that they, yeah, I want them to know that they can make it. Ninety five percent of our boys are African American or Hispanic, and that's really like what my heart is. You know, my heart is really for like making sure these kids know that like don't fall for the news, don't fall for what the media tells you. You know what I mean? Like. I don't know what well, I'm going to go there anyway. The white man is not against you. Like we love you. We want you to be successful. You know what I mean? So yep. that's really a big heart part of my heart that for this is to bridge that divide in those communities, to let them know that like, don't fall for politics, dude. Like don't fall for that. It's not true. Like it's just a way to try to, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, no, I go off no you're good. There, but, you're good. We need to, uh, but listen, yeah, but I, listen uh, I saw you at the game and I know that, uh, I know, I don't know how you paid for all the, I think you said somebody helped you out with those tickets, but, uh, you know, they need to do more stuff like that, go out to outings and games and stuff like that. So if you have a connection with the Cowboys or the Mavericks, uh, or the Rangers as well, and you want to help send Sean and these guys, these young kids, these teenagers to a game like that, uh, get in contact with me so I can connect him with you guys. Uh, because these kids were just, they had a blast at the baseball game. So I know they would have a blast at the basketball game as well, at a Mavs game or a Cowboys game. I mean, I don't know if they'd have a blast. Maybe if they're playing the Eagles, we can get somebody, or the, or the Steelers, we can get somebody to hook us up and all go together, forgiven felons and second chance mentors together. That would be cool. We, we should link up and do something, have like an event together. That would be awesome. I think, I think you're right, dude. Cause I mean, I go into the juvenile detention center for Waxahachie. So That's I go awesome. in there and pour into those guys. They have a, they have a program called Mentors Care. That does that does their program. That's awesome. Um, and they do kind of the same thing you do. And so they invite me in to speak to their guys. You know, I think once a week they have an outside person come in and share. So uh, if you ever need that, if you ever need that as a part of your program, I'd love to come share too. Yeah, that would be so, amazing. Cool. Thank you so much for round two. I can't wait till another couple of years go by and we have some more content to do around three. Um, uh, who's your favorite football team? You know it's the Philadelphia Eagles, the 4-0 and Philadelphia say, Eagles. 4-0. Oh, what's your motto? Fly, Eagles, fly. Fly, Eagles, fly. <laughs> Y'all better beat the Cowboys. That's all I'm saying. That's Y'all better win. beat the Cowboys. It's done. And uh, love you, man. You too, uh, man. How, how can we pray for you, you guys, your family, and the, and the program? Yeah, just that um, God continues to show his favor. Like, it's – I mean, there's not really any specific, you know, needs right now. I went to an amazing weekend called Trace Diaz last weekend, which was a whole weekend based on – based on understanding God's love and grace for us. And I feel like it was life-changing. So uh, life is good, man. Thank Amen. you. Thank you Amen. very much for having me on. All right. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye. Okay. Once again, I want to thank Sean surface for the second interview. You know, he's uh he's big time now. He's got his own podcast. And so uh, he's got the little studio. He let us record in the studio. So I want to thank him and banger boy productions. That's who owns the studio. So, uh, Anyway, thanks again, Sean, for coming on, man. I appreciate you. All right, well, listen, his story is proof positive that no matter where you are, you can have a plan to come out of where you are um, a better person than you were 
and attract a beautiful woman and then open a business together and and then start a nonprofit you know and that's where that's the things that that get lost in all the recidivism stats and all the the bad news of people repeating and, and going back we forget to report about people like Sean you know who are doing above and beyond what everybody else is doing you know when they get it it's about giving back I've seen so many guys even guys that have come through forgiven felons who get out and they they get a stable job they get their vehicle they get plugged into a church and then they just forget to pursue that dream they forget they forget to pursue that that calling that God gave them while they were in prison and it's sad I hate it I hate it um, because the devil loves to get us in a in a comfort zone and we become complacent and we just we just kind of go through the motions of serving the Lord and I think I think that's where we a lot of us get into trouble but um, I'm so thankful for Sean for just you know just keep moving moving down the dream ladder moving up the dream ladder and just you know to keep on pursuing he's got a second location anyway let's pray for him and second chance mentors father in Jesus name we thank you for Sean and Christy we thank you uh, for the calling you have on their life. We thank you for what they're doing for you in the kingdom. Lord, we thank you for all those men that their their lives are being impacted by Sean and his story and those Jordans. Lord, thank you for the ability to just be able to buy this amazing gift for these men. Um, thank you, Lord. I pray you begin to open more doors even as the second gym opens. We pray for uh, the build out. We pray for it. Uh, everything to just go smoothly with this second store. Um, Lord, we just, we pray that you open more doors for them with the organization. We pray that you just flood their, their bank account with donors, Lord, in Jesus name. We pray that you give them strength. We pray that the people they serve, whether it's with the fitness or whether it's with second chance mentors, that their lives are changed forever by the power of Jesus Christ. Lord, I thank you for every listener inside and outside of prison. Lord, I thank you for that you've called them. You've called them, Lord. No matter who they are, where they've been, what they've done, you've called them to serve you in the in your kingdom. And I just come against any doubt. I come against doubt right now. In my own life, doubt with my abilities to write a book, doubt with, with um, my abilities to, to build this resource center. Doubt, Lord. Anybody that has doubt in their mind and their heart right now, I come against it. And I speak the confidence of Jesus Christ, the confidence of God Almighty in their life, the Godfidence, to be able to do what you've called us to do. Lord, I thank you for the listener. I thank you for the listener. I I lift their marriage up to you. I lift their singleness up to you. I lift their job. I lift their looking for a job. I lift their car that's breaking down up to you, Lord. Lord, I, I pray over everyone listening right now that you give them the breakthrough they need the breakthrough they need today, today, Lord, October 14th, no matter when they listen to it, but today, October 14th, in Jesus' name, amen. Hey, listen, you guys take care, love y'all, and uh, don't forget, your background doesn't have to hold you back. You can make it pay you back. We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Background Check Podcast, brought to you by Forgiven Felons, helping people with the past realize their future. For more information, please visit ForgivenFelons.org. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, 
And please don't forget to subscribe so you'll never miss the latest episode. I'm J.D. Gum, and this has been Background Check.